Welcome to our next episode of Mobility Via Podcast. In our most recent podcast, we've covered the topic of, of work anywhere and having to respond to what could be the fastest social change in modern times. Companies worldwide in 2020 enabled remote working nearly overnight. What started as an extraordinary work anywhere pilot is now being considered as a permanent work arrangement for many organizations going forward. And during our discussions, KPMG has emphasized that companies need to consider turning work anywhere into a strategic opportunity to support growth and focus on how the work gets done rather than where. We've also suggested that as companies begin to work through their crucial workforce alignment issues to evaluate and support a remote workforce, they need to focus on the operational and governance considerations. These are very important, including areas such as corporate tax, payroll, immigration, and rewards to attract, retain, and compensate their employees in these work anywhere environments. KPMG describes this transformation as work anywhere together. We work extensively with companies to facilitate this transformation and helping them to design and implement their remote work strategies, policies, and processes. Well, in October 2020, KPMG released a spot survey to the market entitled The Future Reality of Global Talent Mobility. And the survey results from over 75 cross-industry participating organizations have now provided KPMG with a snapshot of how these organizations are now planning for the reality of employees working anywhere and the potential impacts on their policies, business operating models, and risk management frameworks, along with the future impact to traditional global talent mobility, which will be very interesting to see how this all plays out. In today's podcast, we are joined by Dave Mays. He's a principal in our global mobility services practice who is leading GMS's Work Anywhere Together initiative. And Dave and I will be sharing our observations and thoughts on some of the findings of the survey, including the perspective impact to global mobility, along with key considerations organizations need to be focusing on to attract, retain, and compensate their employees in these Work Anywhere environments. Dave, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, you bet, Glenn. Happy to be here. So Dave, right off the bat in our survey, uh, we polled participants regarding the impacts of COVID-19 in 2020. And it's interesting, an overwhelming 99% reported, and I'm sure this is not surprising to us, right, that their organizations are currently supporting employees working from home or, or remotely. So how does this match with our own experience and observations to date? You know, that's not terribly surprising, Glenn. You know, over the, the last year or so, we we have been trying to look at our crystal ball to think about where the, the future of work and the future of, of mobility was heading. And one of the, the themes that was starting to, to crystallize was the, the concept of, of distributed workforce, and kind of as you mentioned, what we're calling now uh, work anywhere. And, and that was probably a little over a year ago that we were kind of going through that exercise ourselves. And um, yeah, everybody was kind of agreeing that, that, that this was a trend that was likely to, to to happen over the course of three to you know five plus years, and clear, clearly at the time we didn't have have any clue that the that the pace of change would happen as as a result of of our of the pandemic. But um, so what we had seen is that that slow moving trend, you know, and it was primarily in the in the tech industry. Um, it's it's just it's been accelerated in 2020. So. One of the things I'll say, maybe just share that the, one of the things that we've seen is because of that rapid acceleration, a lot of companies just haven't had the the opportunity to uh, transition to the the work anywhere model. 
Um, they haven't been able to do it in a in a deliberate and, and methodical fashion like they normally would um, it, when 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 such a, a major shift in the workforce is happening. Right, Dave. So, can you share some of the potential considerations that organizations should be thinking of when they are designing and implementing their remote work strategies, policies, and processes? Uh, you bet. So, you know, it's it's become pretty clear to us that as we talk more and more about remote work arrangements that there are just a number of connections into a variety of, of entry points in a, in a company. And the the reaction that, that, that organizations had to COVID-19 started where you would expect them to start, which is uh, the, the employee's well-being, making sure that their families were, were, were safe and healthy, and then shifted to making sure that the teams were staying connected and, and the company culture and, and 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 to clients as well. And then after that, that the the, the primary responsibilities of duty of care had been met, then things started to shift and, and the focus moved to more the the operational and governance considerations that, that you think of, you know, around corporate tax and payroll and comp and bin. And so then what we've seen with that shift is organizations have started to kind of had to quickly pull together uh, the right task force and, and working groups to, to help make sure that each re function is represented in, in some of the key decisions that need to be made around this. Um, you know, the, the typical stakeholders that we're seeing brought to the table have been you know, in addition to the ones I mentioned of corporate tax and payroll and, and comp and bin are, are, are legal and, and finance. Uh, but, but it's, it's also important to make sure that the, some of the business leaders uh, have, a, have some input into what they need to, to make sure they're running the business as effectively as possible and connecting with their clients. And then, then finally, and probably most importantly, uh, the, 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 the critical stakeholder of, of the employee themselves and making sure that their needs have been identified and surveyed and and are included into uh, into some of these considerations. And what we've seen with these these working groups is that they're they're trying to align all of the enterprise wide priorities and and come up with a roadmap for how they can uh, for one where they're going to land on the what we call the spectrum of flexibility. And then uh, to how what their roadmap for executing against uh, uh, their remote work plans are. Right, and interestingly enough, when we poll participants regarding their ability to timely respond to sudden global disruptors in the future, and we think of things such as economic instability, political factors, natural disasters, and, and of course uh, pandemics. Um, and also to ensure business continuity and resilience, half of the participants stated that they were still not sure if their organizations would develop a more integrated operating team of these key internal stakeholder groups that you just mentioned, Dave, uh, to support talent mobility needs. Um, specifically, 25% confirmed that they were moving towards developing a more integrated operating team, uh, while the other 25% said that they had no plans uh, at this time to develop such a group. Yeah, and you know what, what's 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 interesting is that uh, from from those organizations that have started to to, to bring in those stakeholder groups, um, you know HR in particular, uh, global mobility was actually noted as as uh, the one most most likely to lead this initiative, uh, which which doesn't surprise me. Um, and 
but I think what's also really important in the new operating models is to make sure you're including legal and corporate tax and and uh, third parties like like immigration counsel and, and tax providers into the mix to, to make sure they're bringing their perspective into this as well. Right, and the, and the responsibility you know given to global mobility seems to be a logical approach given the broader scope of talent mobility now that glo the global mobility function is managing. Um, I should also add that for organizations that are developing a new integrated risk management operating model, uh, there was a three-way split between those currently in development and those who are anticipating developing their teams within the next six or, or 12 months as they go forward. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And maybe, Glenn, if we could just take a look at the maybe the traditional global mobility um, the outside of, of the work anywhere arrangements uh, maybe can you give your insight into what you expect the the challenges to be for managing uh, global talent mobility you know within the next year or so yeah sure dave you know many of the mobility trends and, and these predictions uh change predictions in the spot survey uh interestingly enough were consistent with responses that we've we've also received um over the last say three to five years in particular, uh, that are associated with our global assignment policies and practices, what we call our GAP survey. Um, and in the, in the spot survey, these included uh, about half of the participants expect a decrease in long-term international assignments. And for most organizations, you know, these are traditionally defined as between one to three years in length, um, as well as a continued decrease in overall business travel. Uh, which has been consistent this year in 2020, specifically tied to uh, the outcomes of COVID-19 and, the, and their impacts. Uh, but the decrease in, inter in traditional long-term assignments, you know, we've, we've definitely have been seeing that as, as an increasing trend. And in fact, many organizations are actually predicting going forward over the next five years or so, uh, this, this continual decrease in those traditional uh, assignment types. Um, further, 90% reported uh, a continuing use of video conferencing as a substitute for business travel for both domestic and international travel. Um, close to half also expect an increase in the use of virtual assignments, and this should be interesting going forward as well, because obviously with these arrangements, we also have the scenario of uh, a lot of risk uh, management that needs to be considered. Um, but a virtual assignment would typically, say, be defined as an employee performing work remotely the same as they would have had they re located temporarily to the host country location. Um, nearly half expect an increase in local recruitment of talent versus moving talent temporarily on domestic and international assignments, which is which is also interesting. Um, while just over a third of respondents stated that global mobility will remain the same. So um, you know that's good that's good to hear. But I think you know with all the challenges that are still uh, potentially affecting global organizations going forward, uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see you know, how these play out. And then I think lastly, not surprising, nearly three quarters of participants uh, predicted an increase in personal moves and uh, personal work from anywhere requests over, over the next 12 months. So it looks like you know, that these work anywhere arrangements are, are probably from any organizations here to stay. Yeah, w without a doubt. And so maybe a diff another perspective that, that we need to be thinking about, in addition to those, you know, the the regulatory risks and and uh, you know setting up that framework for for managing compliance, the another uh, area that's really been high highlighted here to us is just talent and, and human capital um, lens, which is 
uh, we're finding that organizations, you know, uh, need to identify what, what job roles can be successful in a remote environment. Uh, that's really a critical success factor. And, and that kind of lends itself to reviewing some of the, the, the competencies that are needed for, uh, for the specific function. And, uh, and then, uh, which in turn could, could lead to redefining some of the roles that that are needed in a virtual environment to make sure that we're bringing out the best in 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 what people can do. Um, so maybe, Glenn, maybe just if you could just highlight what some of the the findings from the spot survey were and and how that uh, touched on some of the human capital and talent elements. Right, Dave. We asked organizations uh, if they're considering formally redefining their current job models uh, to include work anywhere arrangements as a permanent work option for all or a portion of their workforce. Um, and the responses were really spread across the board. About a third of the organizations uh, confirmed that they are redefining their job models uh, for certain jobs and employee levels to include work anywhere arrangements. And the rest were, uh, were largely split between no changes or still not just not being sure. Um, I'd like to note that there's a bit more uncertainty around the international versus uh, domestic workforce that was called out in the survey as well. You know, you know Glenn, what, what strikes me here is that um, the there's there's a lot in in this. There's a lot in the new reality that organizations need to continue to be thinking about to adapt to the new the new environment, and it's really important for um, for organizations to uh, know that there isn't one standard or one singular approach that's going to address all of these matters. I hear questions come up quite a bit uh, around, well, what are or other organizations doing? What are my peers doing? And while that's important from a benchmarking perspective, uh, it's it's just as important for, for each organization to sit down and think thoughtfully about what their policies are going to look like They're, uh, that are impacted by their company culture. Do they have the right operations support to, to um, operationalize some of the decisions and, and policies that are going to be that are going to need to be made? Uh, because no two organizations are, are alike. And so I think we, we, we found in our, in our survey results too that, that organizations are, are already starting to think about, uh, that the new future reality of, of, of global, global talent mobility. Yeah, all right, Dave. We do have a lot to think about. Dave, thanks for joining me today to discuss the findings of our recent spot survey, uh, which I think has provided us additional insights to what global organizations are now considering regarding the future of, of global talent mobility uh, over the next 12 months and beyond. In future episodes, we'll continue to address the top of mind issues of interest to our listeners. In the meantime, we'd love to hear from you. If you have thoughts on today's episode or ideas for future episodes, please send us an email to us-taxwatch at kpmg.com. One final thanks to our audience for listening in today.